Hello, my cartoon crambones. This is your Alouette, gentil Alouette, Monsieur Sanborn Smith, and his Is You Is or Is You Ain't might be where the hairy mango. Today's story is all about getting back at jerks. If you jerk back hard enough, you might be displeased to discover yourself wearing the Emperor's old grudge. The Emperor's old grudge by Matthew Sanborn Smith. There was a new emperor in town, that town being Rome, and his name was Emperor Revenge. No, don't look it up. He was very excited about his new job, and as soon as he got into office, he ordered fresh office supplies, straightened up his files a bit, and sharpened some pencils. He was going to be organized. Not like that last guy, Emperor Regretful Choice of Emperors. That guy really lent credence to the idea that name determines character. Once Evenge got settled in, he realized he was sort of a god here in Rome and could do anything he wanted. So then he ordered the pencils to sharpen themselves, and when they didn't, he had them put to death in the deadly eraser pits outside of Halicarnassus. He was drunk, not with power so much, but with lots and lots of alcohol. As a child, he had lost some Christian pals when they were fed to the lions. Now that the Empire had gotten all Christy, payback was a simple matter. He had the lions rounded up and fed them to the Christians. The people complained the lions tasted a little too much like they did, but that was only to be expected after a lifetime diet of religious minorities. It never did occur to the Emperor to ask why the Christians knew what other Christians tasted like. He was too busy helping himself to another scoop of lion. Since he was emperor, he always got the crispy corner pieces with the cheese on top. But if they kept griping, he'd take the lion's share of the food, which was, by definition, the entire thing. Now before you start complaining that the lions being punished had only been doing what came naturally to them, you should know that those particular lions had been picked because they were staunch Jupiterians and had been caught passing around inflammatory anti-Christian literature when they were back on the savannah. Those that were still there realized they'd better take action or there'd be no lions left to pass out literature of any kind, and then how would they recruit new temple members? Well, the lions were smart enough to look around for fellow enemies of the emperor. And so, when they were done training with the Roman senators, the few remaining lions attacked Evenge at the Curia Julia, stabbing him repeatedly with highly sharpened pencils. Evenge's last words were, Et tu, stylus! To avoid a civil war, which came around more often than the Avon Lady, a successor had to be found. No Senate faction was strong enough, but when the Praetorian Guard backed the leader of the lions, a cat named Neville, the Senate came together to make sure such a ridiculous thing could never happen. They soon raised the leader of the Pencils to the position. Emperor Ticonderogus immediately took his revenge upon those who wronged him by sharpening the entire populace. The reign of Ticonderogus lasted three long bloody years until he was assassinated and replaced by Emperor Whiteout. If you felt this story was lying to you, you can detect it and other Fib Newtons at the URL of the Crooked as Hell, where the Harrymango.com. Entice clumsily in the comments for this post or Apple Tree Mail me and you'll be the apple of my pie at Matthew at Beware the Harrymango.com. Or once the apples have all been picked, I'll show you how to make some killer tree pie from an old family recipe at Beware the Harrymango Gmail.com. Not my family. Whenever the gang at SFSignal.com takes on a new contributor, the SF and SF Signal stands for Sarong Finder, the website John DiNardo insists we shop at to be in line with his crazy-ass dress code. It's the beekeeper's outfit, the sarong, the wooden shoes, and the Pabst Blue Ribbon Feather Boa. I haven't felt this humiliated since my last three jobs. Twitter and waste the hours in an offhand way that all the pinkest of Floyds follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. Floyd the barber's looking pretty in pink, but I think he's just a communist. Shine on, you crazy cubic zirconium. Mo mango, mo mango, mo mango. Subscribe for a paltry four bucks a month through the Get the Mango button on the Homie the Clown page and you'll get mo mango for each of 11 out of the next 12 mo's. Run 
that by you again. 22 Mo Mango a year just for giving me Mo Money. I must really like Mo Money to do such a thing for you. This podcast explodes diuretically from an illegal third world expired poetic license factory recently exposed in the darkest depths of Minneapolis. That's right, Paul. I'm talking about your day job, or should I call you St. Paul? Which also gave me a great deal on this gently used Creative Commons Attribution non-commercial share like 4.0 international license. Until T-Rex wins a slap fight, this will keep on keeping on being Matthew Sanborn Smith telling you we should have known that guy was going to be a shitty dad as soon as he let that cat in the cradle. Good night.